welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap, the podcast that says, just hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you hold on tightly, <laughs> you might lose control. <laughs> Hi, Doug. It's a 38 special intro. That's what you get for listening to the radio on the way to the Yeah, way no, I that's Yeah, no, I totally did. And it's weird, because I, I heard that song on the way to get beer, and then on the way back. Two totally different um, radio stations, 38 special, hold me loosely. Apparently 38, rota- 38 specials in high rotation now. <laughs> they're, they're coming back. They're, they're bringing it back. <laughs> I'm taking it back. 38 <clears throat> special. Um, <laughs> Porch monkey. It's okay, man. I'm bringing it back. I'm taking it back. Clerks too. No. So 38 special is the new Porch monkey? Yeah, sure. Sure, great. Why not? <laughs> that was my takeaway from that. Stopping that conversation right now because I almost Thank went way you. down the hole. And not in a good way. <clears throat> so, I don't really have a list. Um, I do. A I couple have, things, but nothing, nothing okay. major. Uh, this is going to be a lot of finales and sequels. I'll just lay that out Go on the line. Go ahead so, we forgot to talk about it last week. Um, I watched Zoolander 2, or Twolander, did, did or whatever really they're for, calling it. I mean, do you really forget about it, or do, is it just not worth really bringing uh, up? There's literally one really funny part. Okay. Um, where they talk to, um, oh, what's her name, uh, with the horse face? Uh, <laughs> Cruz. Penelope um, Cruz? Yes. Okay. Penelope Cruz, and... They're talking about, uh, 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 well, I say they, and it's uh, Zoolander and um, Owen Wilson, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. Um, his character. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and they're like, oh, I'm a has-been, I'm a has-been. And she goes, well, I was a, you know, um, I was a swimsuit model. And they go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, because apparently she couldn't make the jump to, as she puts it, she couldn't make the jump to print, uh, because her... Because of the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. These, the big and naturals, uh, wouldn't fit into a sample size dress, which I, I guess is. we need that beer for that one. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm imagining that, um... It's a size fashion, Well, it's probably a fictional. fashion... It's, yeah, probably so. Yeah. It's probably something to do with the fashion industry making, like, you know, instead of, uh... Think of like prototyping, maybe, where there's there's the ideal, quote unquote, woman that's gonna wear this, and they make an outfit. And with like size. hair, hair uh, heroin chic, like I yeah. imagine like size zero or like, whatever it like is. Kate uh, Hudson. Hud- no, uh, the model? Kate Moss. Thank you. Uh, the one that slips through the cracks. Yes. Uh, Eon <laughs> Family Guy. Blows um, out a window, and then we get, when the breeze comes by. Oh, guess I'm going now. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, like she makes this joke about how she couldn't fit into a sample size and then it cuts to, um, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller and they both have erections because she's like showing off her tits. Um, that was funny. That was Uh, it, huh? The rest of the movie was, uh, horrible. Um, you know why? No David Bowie. It did have a really gross, and I mean actually gross, like disgusting amount of um, 
cameos. Yeah. Um, from the fashion industry, from uh, Billy Zane is a weird plot point. He he is a he is kind of a cameo though. Like his career is basically a cameo at this point. <laughs> I actually texted Deb, um, who's not with us, but how when I met uh, when I met Billy Zane and pissed him off. Um, I don't think you know that. You told me that story. Yeah. Like... Where I just kept going, I love doing the Phantom. <laughs> so that horse in the Phantom. So when you were in the Phantom with Christy Swanson, you know, she was in Buffy, but you were in the Phantom. Um, God just kept hammering that he was in the Phantom. Um, kind of like when we interviewed um, your new love interest. Oh, tell us in Jaffa. Yeah. It's like, so tell us about your most most prominent role in Mr. Mom. <laughs> well, no, he was really impressed by that. Um, it, was, it was when we started talking about the Flash that it kind of started uh, devolve, or evolve, depending on your... I think it evolved. I, I like if I remember correctly, I started off with that. I think that was the first question we asked him. No, it was, was Mr. It? Mom. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we started with the Mr. Mom question. Yeah. So we had to evolve from that, because you <laughs> couldn't go much lower than that one. Um... And then we got into the flash, and then we had to stop oh, the yeah, show, we which he was place. really mad about. Like he was like, "No, but I keep talking about you guys about the flash." Yep. Um, and was, I was like, "That was kind of awesome." That once you guys got started, he's like, "No, no, no, no," because that the lady kept coming. Yeah, up and like saying, like those, those five, five minutes, minutes, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we kept getting the the flashlight, so to speak. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so Zoolander two um, sucks. Uh, Enough said. Speaking of uh, doesn't suck, uh, the Silicon Valley was uh, finale was this I have, week. I got way behind on Silicon Valley. Um, uh, do you mind if I spoil it? No, go ahead. I mean, it's it. I, I know everybody likes watching that show, and they're always like, "I can't imagine it's really like that." No, it, it, it totally it, is. It actually is. Like I've been. Do you remember? I think it was in the first season, maybe, where they went to a toga party at a guy's house. Mm-hmm. No, I've been to parties like that where they're paying girls just to hang out to make it look like not such a sausage fest. That guy's dead now, but yeah. Yeah. Um, his replacement, uh, Lori, is fantastic. Okay. Um, but, sorry, I didn't mean to kind no, of no, derail no, no, you. No, no, um, I mean, that, that is kind of the infosec industry, unfortunately. This one is more business-based. Okay. Um, it's all about, like, the box versus the platform. Um, An appliance versus the platform? Yes. Yeah. And... I made it like two or three episodes into the season. Did you and see then, when uh, the guy who runs Hooli, Gavin Belson, um, effectively, I, I would call him Bill Gates. I mean, okay. Well, no, who's I saw. I saw when he like took blame for something and like fired a bunch of people. Okay, so you're yeah, you're, that's that's you're pretty far in yeah. um, on that one. But that yeah, he <laughs> he effectively. Um, Controls Google, or yeah. their world's yeah. equivalent Hooli. of Hooli, and says, I want nothing negative on me. Right. Scrub. Scrub the internet of all the negative stuff. Yeah. That ends up getting paid off. Oh, does it? Oh, yes. Good. Yeah, um, especially tells... after he kills an elephant by accident, oh, and then dumps it into the ocean using a giant crane. Yeah, that would be the last two episodes. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, I'll have to catch up on that. He is effectively in a million dollar build, build, bid, sorry, million dollar bid with um, no one. Okay. To buy Pied Piper after their second seed money runs out. like Because right, they piss it away on like coconut milk and shit. Well, they actually pissed it away on a click farm in Bangladesh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Um, despite the CEO not knowing anything about it. Richard, um, yeah. played by uh, Thomas Melditch, yeah. doesn't know anything about it until the last, season, uh, the last, the last episode. The last episode? Okay. Um, they're outbid by Ehrlich Bachman for a million and one dollars, which means they effectively own the company again. Fuck yeah. And Good. the thing is about this show is like the ups and downs where like you yeah. literally don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Are they going to fail? Are they going to succeed? Do they own the business? Do they not? Well, but that's kind of Which how, is absolutely... That's how startups are. Um, unfortunately. I mean, people... They, you know, these guys come up with great ideas and, and they get money in their head and so they don't, they don't think properly about the deals they're signing. And so they do things like give away a huge chunk of their company for a giant amount of money and then lose basically control of what they were doing. And it, they give up uh, seats on the... Uh, on the board. On the board, which is a huge one in, in, yeah. in uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. The show, not the actual place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, one thing, like the ups and downs, I've loved this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been more about... And they've realized all of a sudden that, um, what's his name? Uh, it's, um, he's on, um, just to find Dinesh. Okay. Um, I can't think of his fucking that, real that's name. Okay. But Dinesh's, um, video chat, mm-hmm. um, app might be more applicable to uh, okay. pivoting and... Yep, and using it to get... Um, Kamel Nanjiani, thank you. Um, I thanked myself on that one, weirdly enough. Um, yeah, like, uh, that his video chat is better than Huli and might be be uh, a better pivot point. Gotcha. Uh, which, once again, like, in the startup industry, like... That's how it works. The pivot points, like, are huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how you... There's always great ideas, right? the trick is making it revenue generating. Like, I mean, I know lots of friends that monetizing. Have, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, we have lots of friends that have great ideas and they're like, yeah, I'm going to take this and start a company. Like, all right, but how are you going to make money off of it? And that's what they don't know. Like that, that's when they're like, well, I mean, we could sell. I'm that dude. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, let's start a podcast I, network. I do love that. I do love that show, especially when they do the whole thing. Like, like, like that, you know, toga party where they're all mm-hmm. like it's a bunch of fucking dudes because um, you know hacker what we affectionately refer to as hacker summer camp is coming up so the first Def week Con. of August Defcon Black Hat and besides mm-hmm. all three conferences in Vegas for a whole week oh god I'm gonna be so over Vegas by the time I get home um, but that's pretty much I mean not that not that women shouldn't be an infosec I think they absolutely should be um but it's basically a bunch of dudes. And so the majority of the women that are there, unfortunately, are marketing people or salespeople that don't 
really understand the tech don't really they don't have a lot on the technical right. side to contribute. So when they throw these, you know, you go to the Microsoft party and it's like, oh yeah, the Microsoft party is great. And they're fun, but it's a bunch of dudes. It's not fun. <laughs> like, it's not fun at all. Well, it, in terms of an actual party, I mean. Well, but I mean, you're in Vegas and these companies are doing like nightclub takeovers, like renting out an entire nightclub for four hours with an open bar and it's all dudes. It's not really exciting when you're in. So, <laughs> ones and zeros. Yes, ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah. A lot of ones. A lot of ones and no zeros. No zeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, c- had a, a bit too close to home on that one. Well, I mean, it's never, but I don't, so it's never really bothered me. There's very few people, um, let me rephrase that. There's very few women that I've run into in InfoSec, and I'm I'm friends with a lot of of women and men in the InfoSec industry, obviously, but when it comes to people that I'd want to date, there's like three that I've ever been interested in that way, and not because of an appearance thing. It's purely because, like, I don't want to come home and talk about work. Like I've I've dated women in 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 IT or in infosec before and it's not like it's fun for a minute and it's like yeah, we're just talking about work. Work. I don't want to talk about work when I come home. No. I'm way past that part. Like work is not my life anymore. Um so yeah, it it's leave your shit at the door, so yeah, to speak. I mean No, exactly. I want to walk in my house and like not think about that shit. At least until... I watch you know, Penny Dreadful. I have watched Penny... Oh, I watched the last two episodes of Penny Dreadful. Have you gotten through the... You got really twitchy all of a sudden. Did it was you get good. through that third season? Yeah, I'm done. And then there are no... How more. is it? It's really good. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. This is ser- the series is done. This is yeah. the last season. No, yeah. They didn't say that until after the show aired. Uh, no, they said that after the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Okay, well... I didn't know that until I watched the last episode. I'm like, really? Is this? Like, I googled, you know, Penny Dreadful fourth season. And everybody's like, no. Oh. <laughs> um, no. So like after the witch thing, um, which I was not thrilled with. I liked it. It was, you know, it showed it showed more of a well. Okay, so the the main female character that played by Eva Green, um, the the majority of that show is about her conflict between her abilities or her powers or her whatever and her faith and her religion mm-hmm. her faith and and basically let's call it christianity because they never really name it yeah well it's a cross so yeah catholicism sure. yeah make that general yes um so and then she does finally you know in the last two episodes or last three episodes of the of, of the, the last of the third season. season she she gives in to dracula um dracula's the bad guy oh yeah Dracula, he's a bad guy, sort of. Like this kind of thing. Like she's scared of him. He's hunt. He's he's stalking her, for lack of a better way to put it. Like he's trying to, to uh, turn her into her. one of the brides. I mean, well, the bride, basically. Okay. Um, because of of who she is and her powers. Like if that happens, it starts the apocalypse, basically. Okay. So she gives in. Um, her other. You know the other person that's that's her true love or whatever you want to call it. I'd say it's her true love, but based on the way they they show it in the story. Uh, Josh Harnett. Yes, um, he's off. Her with, protector. Yes, and and the werewolf. they get the, they get into that with the second season, like right. He's the wolf of 
Wolf of Light or Wolf of God or whatever they call him. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's in America dealing with his family stuff and trying to... Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it gets... The they actually season. go back to him, like, him and his whole thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the third season... You should watch the third season. Um, if you didn't like the second season, that's fine. You can, you can start off with the third season and catch enough of it. Okay. Um, Dr. Jekyll shows up in the third season to work with Frankenstein on fixing Billy Piper's character because she goes off the fucking rails. Um, Does she? Yeah, she becomes this, like psycho feminist like rights for women kind of person like she wants to destroy men um well i'll always know her as rose from yeah, doctor rose who from doctor but who. <laughs> which is yeah this or is the, the moment this is the opposite of that character <laughs> all right all right because <laughs> you know she starts off as as a hooker yep and then she dies uh and, tuberculosis yeah. uh she coughs up uh Blood. while she's fucking dorian gray yeah which she finds hot, which, which turns, is yeah. weird. And so, um, she dies. Frankenstein brings her back because he's in love with yes. her. Yes. Josh Hardnett had a brief fling with her as well. Yeah. Um, in so the she, in the weird like wharf brothel. Yeah. Place. Yeah, where she was staying. Mm-hmm. Um, so she dies. Frankenstein brings her back as originally to be a bride one, for a bride for his original creation. Uh, not Caliban, but what is it? I don't remember his name. Um, but yeah, like yeah. something from Shakespeare. It's not Caliban, but... No, but it's something... Old. I don't remember his name. Um, but he's a very big fan of poetry, because he quotes it constantly. Um, well, if you great about Shelley, then... She and Frankenstein fall in love. The Doctor, not the Ooh. monster. They fall in love. So they're together. I don't know about that. But then she runs into Dorian again, and starts getting her memories back, and goes mm. off with Dorian, and they both are immortal, um, and get kind of power heavy in their heads and start and she she goes off the rails like they they save this girl from, from human trafficking basically um yeah it the story got a little convoluted and it's almost like they didn't really know what to do with her um for a minute so they had her you know basically unionize the hookers of london um except not union to like rights for women kind of thing but union as in let's go kill people Men in particular. Like you do. Yeah. Um, and then it all, you know, so Dracula gets Eva Green's character. Uh, the apocalypse happens. Uh, right as that happens, uh, the werewolf, uh, the Navajo, or sorry, the Apache. Yeah. The, it's know, Native Josh American. Hattner's adopted father, for lack of a way to put it, um, who's also a werewolf. He ends up being, like, the, the person who created Josh's werewolf. Uh, and... I used to play James Bond. Um, Daniel Craig. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Thank you. Timothy Dalton. They all come back to London. There's a heavy, heavy fog, even in the, in the, even during the day. It looks like night. Um, so London. And the fog <laughs> is killing people. And at first they thought it was from the factories, but the factories were shut down the fog didn't go away. So it's not pollution. It's, it's this apocalyptic fog that's like converting people into vampires and shit. Fogaleptic. Yeah. Fogaleptic. Um... <laughs> so, uh, you should watch it. It's, the third season was really good. I know you have the ability to like do what I do. Where, like it sounds so stupid when you describe it. It does, but it is very good. But like when you watch it, you're like, "This is fucking awesome." Because the second season, I started kind of like, eh. the second I season was really itchy. It. I, it was so witchy. Like, 
I still liked it, but the third season it started off okay. I really wish I, I wish the series wasn't over, uh, but apparently that was always their plan was to only have three seasons. Yes. Um, so, if you're listening to James Logan... Um, <laughs> it was excellent. It was a great show. Maybe do a um, movie. There is a new show coming out, speaking of Showtime shows, there's a new show coming out called Roadies, um, and the first episode is it was streaming early through the app, um, and it's literally about roadies on a tour with a band. Um, the first episode was pretty good. First, it was it's it's funny, it's it's really funny actually. It's got some interesting characters. Um, so I've only seen the first one so far. We'll see we'll see how that goes. I haven't watched it, but have you seen um, Drug, Sex, and Rock and Roll? With, I haven't uh, yet. Dennis Leary? With Dennis Leary, I want yeah, to. Yeah, the second season just started. Oh, is there a first season? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was a new. Sh- I thought it was a new show. No, no, like second season just started. It's on FX, right? Uh, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll start watching the first season. Cause yeah, me too. Like, because I'm running out of stuff to watch. So I'm like, I, yeah, that's what I'm doing now too. Yeah. I'm going back. Um, Mr. Robot starts on July 13th. We'll get to that. Okay, fine. I'll hold off on that then. Um, but yeah, this is the show. Roadies on on Showtime it looks like it'd be interesting. I think it comes out. I think the first episode came out officially. Um, maybe even two at this point because now we're what July 2nd. Um, so there might be two by now. Uh, that just reminded me um, about a show that uh, had delayed, well, had a premiere and then delayed. Continuing? Premiere, yeah. Okay. What show? I want to get a little bit into Preacher. Okay. I don't know how far you're up on this one. I've watched the first one. That's it. I haven't. Yeah. Because So here's my issue. Here's why I get behind on certain shows, just so you know. Like, AMC in particular... Um, doesn't Chromecast. So okay. it's one of those shows that I can only watch my tablet. I usually only watch things on my tablet when I'm sitting in my room about to go to sleep. Right. So Which, why would you do that? Like, uh, why right. would you watch a show watch, like Preacher? I mean, right, I want to watch it on the TV. I've, I've bitched about the AMC app before, and it's gotten better, but they haven't created Chromecasting abilities with it yet. So it's kind of pissing me off. But anyway, so Preacher. Sorry, I kind of interrupted. You can feel, I mean, it's Preacher, so feel free to spoil. Um, well, I mean, they finally actually did reveal that the two guys hunting Jesse Custer are DeBlanc and Fjord. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> but more my point, if you didn't read the comic, you're literally wondering on this show... What do they keep bringing up that like old cowboy from the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> I'm like, do you know what's gonna happen next? Like, do you know who he becomes? Right. Like, they effectively just killed his family <laughs> by slowing him down, and he's gone back to Ratwater to exact his revenge, which. We'll find out the next couple weeks, but if you have never read the comic, you have no idea who the saint of all killers is. Right. And, by the way, can we just say, like, okay, how do you explain the saint of all killers in the span of, what, maybe three episodes? Yeah, you can't. 
You can't explain. There ain't no worse in hell than me. Go and check. Bam! McCready. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, that's one of those lines from the saint that will always live on. There ain't no worse in hell than me. Yeah. Go and check. That, and when they drop the, uh, what is it, the, uh, they blow up Masada. Yep. And he goes, ain't enough gun. Like, those are the saint lines. Yeah. How do you do the saint in the next three episodes? Because that's, it's, Preacher's wrapping up in like, what, like a month? It's only got like a ten. I haven't said it's ten only ten, ten, ten episode run for the first season. Which it got renewed. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Um, oh, it did. Um, um, but that's kind of like Walking Dead. Walking Dead was only ten episodes. Ten episodes and the first season. And now, I mean, they get more now. But I think that that's AMC's general mo. It's just we really like the show. Let's give you ten and see what happens. Hey AMC, cancel Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> And give that money to Walking Dead and Preacher. Yeah, no kidding. Because those are going to be your gold mines right I there. I don't understand why that show is still... I mean, I don't... I don't they get keep it, right? Doing it. it doesn't get good reviews. Like, it's on a boat, so who gives a fuck? Well, it, but it's not even getting good reviews. Like, I, I don't know if it's getting decent ratings. I don't think it is. But maybe they just don't have anything to replace it with. And so they just keep going, well, at least we've got Well, this. right now. But, I mean, like, instead of Walking Dead and Preacher, like... And actually, like, I don't, I can't think of another AMC show off the top of my head. I mean, there's not one that they're... They did one last year. I can't remember what the hell it was called. It wasn't, Term? It wasn't even last year. It was, I want to say it was around the time of The Walking Dead. Um, it was like Old West meets Samurai Warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched, um, I watched the first episode. I'm like, eh. eh. I mean, the fighting scenes were kind of cool, but that's about it. Whatever, my dream of a... A fry, uh, prep cook, uh, samurai is way awesomer than that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about that off air. Okay. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> but uh, they should just make a snow crash series. They want samurai and technology. Snow crash. If they made snow crash into a series, I wish they make it into a movie. It'd be awesome. It'd be a really long movie. It'd have to be. It. They, they should just do a thirteen episode series on Netflix. The way like Daredevil is like yeah. where it's like it's like watching a thirteen hour movie. I think there's certain books that they, that they've been trying so hard to make movies out of. Neuromancer's another one that you don't like. Neuromancer. I love Neuromancer. Okay, but that's um, another that's another book that they've talked about for years. I mean, Neuromancer came out in the seventies, so I mean, probably within ten years of that book coming out, if not earlier, they've started talking about making movies. So for thirty years, they've talked about making a movie out of it. Which is and, weird because <clears throat> Snow Crash is a modern precursor it, it to absolutely is to, to Neuromancer, but both those books, I think, to do them justice and do them right, would require a mini series or a thirteen episode show versus a two well, and a half hour movie. Then we get into the whole thing with uh, Stephen King and the um, it the dark a uh, dark, dark tower. tower. So dark but tower. But there's a plan for Dark Tower that I heard. The first part is going to be a movie. And then a, and then a season of movie, a, a season of TV, and, and then, then a movie, movie, and then... Right. Okay. That has failed miserably. Uh, yeah, because people don't usually like to switch media out, media platforms uh, like that. Maybe. I think if you read it, like, it makes total sense. 
Because mm. the part on the train, like the second book, like oh, it's boring. That you know. it's I so know. long. <laughs> it took me forever to get through the second book. Really? The train? Yeah, the train. The train, train was the third book. Was it the third book? Yeah, and that's the one that I, it was. Because the second book was Drawing of Three, which is when you meet... No, I like that one. That was a good one. It was the uh, train part. The third one. They're on the train. It's like, it's a weird, uh, uh, what is it, a children's book or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, make my riddles. Also, like, Jake is a thing in this world and that world. And he picked a rose on a... Some pictures of, uh, what's his name? Cadillac advertising boy. All right, all right, all right. Oh, uh, Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now you're drawing a blank, too. No, I'm, I'm laughing because I didn't. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. Um, and it wasn't Cadillac, it's Lincoln. He is the dark man. Uh, and, and they've had pictures of him get released on the internet in New York right now, filming for Dark Tower series or movie or whatever it is. Um, just He's the, dark the man. walking dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you've read the books, then you realize that the uh, the being dark wizard is um, uh, Randall Flagg right. in uh, the Stand, mm -hmm. which is the Walking Dude, which is a great uh, if you listen to Anthrax. Um, I'm the Walking Dude, um, but yeah, like the Walking Dude, the the Man in Black, um, Randall Flagg are all the same person. Across multiple books. Yeah, no, like I, I actually had a really weird talk with uh, my friend Rob, where um, when I finished writing, um, what was it? Was it Black Falls? It was Black Falls. Okay. Um, which the the, the quote unquote finale of, um, or the first season of, ended uh, like a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, the second season just ended. Go listen to it. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. But uh, no, um, that we talked about like writers that put themselves into their own writing, like, and how successful you can be at doing it. Mm -hmm. We considered me being successful. We considered Grant Morrison in Animal Man being successful. We considered uh, Stephen King unsuccessful because it was horrible. Oh. It was of the, like, Family Guy reference, where they're going, Are you Stephen King? Nope. I'm Dean Koontz. Run over, run over. <laughs> or the Dean Koontz versus... Yeah, yeah like, it, it was horrible. Like, he reimagined his own fate, uh, 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 Stephen King, uh, reimagined his own fate if he wouldn't have gotten hit by that car on the side yeah. of the road. And... He did write a really good story out of that, though. Um... It was involving the hospital. Like, it was, I don't remember the name of the story, though, now. Um, was it, does, was the son involved? Joe Hill? It's a guarantee it was. I think so. Uh-huh. I even made a miniseries out of it for TV. It was a decent little miniseries, but, I mean, it was entertaining. Um, we went way off topic. Like, we went, we went, yeah. like, tangent, tangent, tangent. So, how about we go back to whatever the next item on your list is, and we go from there. <laughs> so, we, we don't get too far down the rabbit hole. Uh... Now I see you. Uh, mm. Now you see me. I guess now you don't. It's now you see me too. That's now you all see it me is. too. Or Which I saw it last night. I really liked it. I thought it was really well. I thought it was really well done. I honestly 
saw something coming a mile away. Which part? Uh, the part with uh, Morgan Freeman being part of the eye. Oh, okay. Like, you know that saw it coming a mile away. I I was just enjoying the movie to watch the movie. I wasn't really trying to figure out what was going to happen as much as I was just watching it. Um, but I, I love that like they like okay. I want real quick like yeah, they basically outed. Um, the FBI agent, um, yeah. the Hulk, yeah. um, Bruce Banner. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Like you said, Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. Like that's his real name. <laughs> um, but they basically outed him and like the horseman and, uh, mm-hmm. Dave Franco, who I don't think exists. Um, that's a whole other story. Um, but like they basically outed like everything. They were like, yep. at the very beginning, Hey, they, remember, they, remember that. that first movie? None of this counts. Yep. All the, all the anonymity, everything is gone. Like, they, and, they were on the run for and the go. 10 minutes of the movie. So, um, I really liked that part. I did, too. I really liked uh, Harry Potter in it. Um, Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. I, I did. Um, I saw the whole father-son thing kind of coming on that part. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that was, you yeah. know. But, but I liked I liked they were in Macau. Macau is an amazing place. Um, and it really is the Vegas of... of of, the, of, of like Southeast, basically, of Southeast oh. Asia. Um, funny, funny sidebar, like, Vegas has actually lost a lot of its big, big rollers to casinos in Macau. Hmm. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, but I really like the story. I really like that they started off not as a group working together all the time. They started off kind of being on their own, right? They, they you know, the, the character played by... Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg is, is still kind of arrogant. He's still off on his own, more or less. Like they he, talk about, like... He hangs out every now and then, but in general, he's doing his own thing. He's, and they talk about, like, the... He's not listening to their quote-unquote leader. I can't remember who... It's not Lizzie Kaplan, but, like, I can't remember who she replaced. Um, she replaced... Uh, what was that girl's name? Yeah, right? Eliza. Schlesinger. No. Oh. I don't know. I'll look it up. But while we're while I'm looking at, but yeah, like I didn't feel like a loss of her. Like they were like, yeah, and they fucked off. You know, I and you're like, I All liked right. I liked Lucy Kaplan's character in the in the movie. I loved Lucy Kaplan's character. She did a great job. Um, I wish the original girl could have been there because I really liked her character too. Um, especially to play off of um Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, no, they, they they did really well. Did you really like um, <laughs> Woody Harrelson's Isla, weird twin? Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Um, oh, she was too busy having like the 19th baby from Borat. What? Is yeah. that who she's married to? Yeah. She's married to Borat? Yeah. Oh, what a waste of a white girl. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I've had... I, and they have like nine kids. Oh, I mean, like, well, it's... He's funny. I mean, kind of. But it's uh, anyway. the I Jessica liked, Rabbit theory right there. Like I liked her character in the, in the first movie. I wish they would have had her in the second. But Lizzie Kaplan, as much as when I first saw the trailers, I'm like, oh, mm. that, that stupid thing. Where they but like when she the, like when you actually got to know her, I was like, okay, yeah, that's no, funny. She was funny. I did like that she picked the dude's pocket and took his took his belt. Um, <laughs> well, but that's. Did you like uh, I? I hate to keep going back on this, but uh, did you like uh, Woody Harrelson's brother? Yes, I they kind of like they did actually play that off in the first movie. Where it's like in the first movie where they said, "Oh, this one guy like 
fucked me over, yeah. and it's like, and, yeah, and that guy's they, my weird twin brother, yeah. my weird twin, twin brother, brother hair. who <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure was from Indecent Proposal. Um, <laughs> he had hair in that one. Um, you know what I really liked? Um, and I know they did this in the first one, too. I really enjoyed the, all the, the card tricks they were doing, especially when they were stealing the chip. Oh, God. Like the, there was a fair amount of CGI, right? Like with the card flying around the corner. When they talk about like the, the but, card craft. Yeah. Yeah. But when they're, when they're doing that and they're focused on, let's say, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, he's got, the, he's got that card and he's palming it and he's flipping it around. Like he's doing that. Oh yeah, like they trained, and I know probably who was on. I didn't look it up, but I have a pretty good idea who their their teacher was. Is this guy Apollo Robbins in Vegas that I've known for a while? He did. Um, he's done a lot of shows, but one of them was uh, that show Leverage on TNT. Yeah, he would teach them how to lift, how to how to pick pockets, how to palm things, and uh, like. Which is weird because that's got uh, what um, what's his name from um, the Avengers. Um, Oh, no, Leverage. I'm not, what no, am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of. Okay. But it's not... No, there's no one from the Avengers in Leverage. Leverage is... Uh, is it was a TNT show about five thieves, basically. It was it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it enough. They went a little crazy on that. No, hacking. Don Cheadle was on that one. No, he wasn't. Right? What am I thinking of? You're thinking of an entirely different black guy who is way younger than Don Cheadle because the guy that was in Leverage was, like, 19 when he started that show. And he also likes to make watches, like, by hand. He builds watches by hand, designs watches and stuff. He's got his own huh. watch collection now. Um, so yeah, the uh, the card play was awesome. Watching them when they were the fact that like they were like, they were oh, nope, it it's not there, really and it's not well. there. Let's and when she like slaps the guy, like she's <laughs> like, like, it's on my ass. You like it? <laughs> like it was really funny. It was. It was good. They um, did a great job, and I'm, I know there was CGI in some aspects of it. Oh, but. absolutely! But like, I love that. Like, oh, was it Dave Franco's teaching uh, Woody Harrelson about like oh, card he's play? Him card play, and, he, and he's like, nope, yeah. nope, nope. Wow, oh for fifty two. He's like, well, you know, at least I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really liked the movie. I, in terms of a sequel, I think there. I think there's supposed to be another one. I have a feeling they've already got a story for the third one. Yeah, it, it's built for a third one. I mean, the, with the way they ended the first one upstairs. was built for the second one. Um, the first one could have stood on its own and, and does. They didn't have to have absolutely. a sequel to it. Um, and, and this one, same thing. Um, it could stand on its own. Um, mm. Maybe not as much as the first one, but there doesn't have to be a sequel to it. Like, the, story's, the story ended. It's good. Um, yeah. that whole, that whole part of them, you know, getting whatever they deserved or going downstairs and all that. They're going to get what they deserve, whether they know it or not. Right. Or, or whatever it was. I think that's what it was. Um, um but. Whatever Lucius Fox and, said ending, about that. Ending the story that way, it gave it enough closure that it doesn't have it's to have a sequel. Show. Um, but it, I got it. But it um, will. At the same time, um, it also, you know, it left it open, but not so blatantly open. Mm-hmm. Like. We have to have a sequel um, because at the same time it's about you know magicians, uh, anonymity, tricks. It, so ending it with them walking down the stairs and not knowing what it is they got actually works. Which worked in the first movie. Exactly. I mean, same thing in the, in the first like, one. They like had like the the card in the tree and they went ah, oh, it's a fucking they magic dude. Jumped on a on a merry-go-round and disappeared. Thanks, Hulk's dad. Um, yeah, when we were watching it last night. Um, 
Emily, the fact that the Emily fact that uh, Ruffalo like they kind of finally call him like Strike, Shrike, Shrike. Is it um, Shrike? It's Shrike. Yeah, they finally call him Shrike. And they well, finally he, say that once he gets exposed, he doesn't have to pretend to be something he's not anymore. So he and now he's the fifth horseman. Now Emily thought the dad was gonna show up, that his dad would show up. I was like, you know, I could see that, but I really hope they don't. And she's like, why? I'm like, I'll tell you later. The next movie. We're, I didn't want to talk. We didn't want to talk in the movie theater a whole lot, but. And then, and then later on, when when uh, when they put him in the uh, spoilers, they put him in the safe and they throw him in the water. Um, I'm like, that's okay. He'll just get angry and bust out. <laughs> He'll get angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Yeah, he'll just get big and tear all his clothes. Don't worry, his secret is he's yeah. always angry. But so when when she said that she thought his father was going to show up, I'm like, I really I honestly do did. that. I, I'm glad they didn't because. Third movie. <laughs> I hope they don't do it in a third movie if they do a third movie because for a dad to to not let his kid know that he's been alive for 30 years, like, that's rough. You have to have a really good storyline to explain why he wouldn't let that kid know. Like, because otherwise... You have you realized that, like... No, but think about it. I mean, from a, from a storytelling From Captain America? Like, from, from a storytelling... Bucky was effectively dead. I know. For what? 50, 60 yeah, years? Yeah, he's also brainwashed. But it doesn't matter. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, to Captain America, that fucker's been dead for 60 years. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm glad they didn't shoehorn the dad into that. Yes, I agree. Because there would have been too much story necessary to explain that properly. Other I agree. Than, hey, kiddo, I'm alive. You know, that, well, you know, especially when you, like, he, has, he picks up a picture with him and uh, Morgan Freeman, and it's like, oh, you my dad. Uh, yeah, this was, like, the long con. Like, right. I discredited him. He proved me wrong. It was a thing. Yeah, it was their long game. <clears throat> Which was insane, by the way. Like, when I thought about it, I was like, I kind of want to go back and rewatch the first one and go, holy shit. Well, if you go He's back in on it. If you start reading some of the old old uh, con artist stories, like, there's some really long games that, like, these guys had dedication for years if not longer oh yeah um to just to get whatever it was they wanted to get um so all right what's next on your list um we'll slam through a few more things uh and uh yeah so uh huntsman i guess huntsman winter war winter's war i wrote huntsman two okay um or twosman winter war um (laughs) the new marvel movie He's a man. He has two. He's two's man. No, uh, that was very... That was bad. Yeah, it was rough. Um, no, so I saw Huntsman Winters... What? <laughs> Shelve it. <laughs> so I saw... Well, we'll get to that. Um, so I saw Huntsman Winters War. Okay. It didn't suck, but it wasn't great. All right. It was very, and I honestly thought this because I said this so much last episode. It was very paint by numbers. Like it was. Well, this was a sequel to Huntsman, right? <coughs> Huntsman with. It uh, was with effectively a prequel slash sequel. It it very much did the David Lynchian um, Fire Walk with Me, okay. where it was a prequel and then a sequel. Uh-huh. Um, you can't see me, but I'm doing a. This is the biggest mm-hmm. fish I ever caught. Um, hands. Um, it sets up, like, who the Huntsman was. Okay. Um, they talk about that in the 
Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Um, that he's a widower. He was a drunk. Um, they explained why he was a widower, widower, okay. and a drunk. Um, but then it kind of jumps ahead seven years to when he's vanquished uh, Charlie Theron um, without a mechanical oh. arm. Because um, if she did have one, she'd be unstoppable. Um, if she was, it was an Imperia, uh, Impervia, whatever. What was her name? I don't remember. Yeah, but she was a tough ass bitch. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, it introduces uh, Emily Blunt as the Ice Queen from uh, okay. uh, what's the name? Christian Anderson. Okay. Um, it 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 just didn't didn't grab you. It didn't. Um, it served the franchise. Which I don't think there's gonna be but one. Not everything has to be a franchise. Ex- well, people need to start just well, making so movies. Well, fucking for Hollywood. Good. I know, but people need to start making stories, making movies that tell a good story. Like, like again, like now you see me was a good story. It was entertaining. It was a great movie. Didn't have to make a sequel. No. Did well enough, and they came up with the right story that they could and did. But they don't. There's no reason that should be a franchise. Still. I don't think should be Absolutely. I'm I'm complete agree agreements 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 with you. Um this one was unnecessary. Well, and it didn't sound like it was gonna be very good in the first place. No, it was a I, piece of shit. Yeah, so Well I'd say piece of shit, but it didn't suck, but it didn't rock. Didn't grab you. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, okay. I saw that. Like yeah. Also, like... That was, Chris, some, that was something to do for two hours. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, like... His Irish accent makes me ashamed to come from Irish ancestors. Do you know what that means? So there was no sparkly vampire in this one? No. Okay. What's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Thor? No. Sparkly vampire girl. Uh, Kristen Stewart. Thank you. Uh, she was in archive footage, and okay. her character was referenced... Ad nauseum, because that's my new meat and potatoes. But, um, ad nauseum, like, they kept talking about, like, Snow White this, Snow White that, like, her kingdom. And I'm like, well, what did you get that goddamn army so you can just take out Elizabeth Blunt? Right. Emily Blunt. Uh, what did I say? Elizabeth. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that bitch from the Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Um... Or the Queen Wears Prada, I guess. Yeah, right. You'd call it. Um, but it's like, just go get that army and attack her and kill her. No, no. We have to take them on. Like, three on our own. Like, Nick Frost as a... Which, by the way, like... Why are we still hiring grown people to play dwarves, like, that's not okay. Like, it's not. No, it wasn't. But for a movie that really sucked, apparently, or wasn't really, like, great, we should go to the next thing. We like, should we, what? We spent a lot of time on a movie that's not really worth it, apparently. No, it's not. So. And speaking of movie that's not worth it at all, <clears throat> I do want to talk about the, I'm in the first half of the three-hour run of Batman versus Superman, Superman vs. Batman Ultimate Edition. Can I just say that the note says 
The Batman is addicted to pills and booze. The one we deserve. <laughs> like, he literally wakes up from, okay. like, one of his weird dreams, which, yeah. thank you, Zack Snyder. Yeah. And he, like, d- like he literally like, pops a cap of pills, takes a couple, and then washes it down with wine. Okay. Flat wine from the night before. Can wine go flat? Or whatever. I mean, you can turn it into vinegar. I don't think it goes flat. He slams it with old wine. <laughs> thanks to uh, Alfred, who says, like, oh, we'll never have to, like, worry about, like, the next generation going, like, you know, without wine. It's, okay. He basically, like, just took prescription pills and then slammed it with okay, day-old but, wine. But, but this is an older Batman, right? It's an older Batman. He's supposedly out of retirement, comes out of retirement, right? Is that... Yeah. They haven't explicitly said that it's the actual Dark Knight Returns Batman. Right, but he's been inactive for a period of time and comes back. And then comes back with a, literally a vengeance. Right, like, no, I mean, He's branding, literally branding, branding people. people. And, yeah. So, I guess my point to that would be it sort of makes sense. I mean, if you had done that level of physical fighting damage to yourself except oh yeah like that that gets talked about in i, I could see getting addicted to pain pills pretty freaking easy that talk that gets talked about in um uh, uh the dark knight returns yeah um i will say on the closer on this one okay. um that there's an extra 30 minutes right now it's not like 30 minutes right in the middle that explains everything that's it's not just like 10 minutes five minutes here Two minutes there. It's two minutes there, two minutes there, which actually does move along the plot really well. Okay. Like, I'm really angry at Zack Snyder for the, I'm looking at the fake watch on my hand, the like four and a half long, like four and a half hour long like Watchmen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where it's like. We don't need that and under the cowl and the dark freighter bullshit. But the half hour that was involved uh, or that does appear in the ultimate version of Superman vs. Batman, Donald Justice, actually does serve it really well. Okay. Um, Good. It, it obviously needed it. Because something needed to change. Because... They didn't do well at I all. I mean, then again, like, every time Wonder Woman shows up, they play her <laughs> fucking... Entry song? Her entry song <laughs> on electric guitar to wake you up. Because they've realized, oh shit, they've lost you. How do we bring you back? Wonder Woman! <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> that's my impression of the, uh, yeah, it's horse shit. Um, red shirts? Yeah, go for it. You start. I got one or two. Okay. Uh, my two, um, I'll... Go ahead. Like where you're going with that? Um, I would say Mr. Robot starts tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's the 13th or something. It's not... No. It's next third? week. Third? It's the third. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's way better than I expected. I thought it was in, like... Nope, 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 nope. Mr. Robot starts next week. Yay! Woo! 
They're going to talk about the 9-5 attack, or was it 9-5, or whatever it was. What was the attack? Oh, the, whatever they named the, the financial attack. I don't yeah. know what they called it. It wasn't nine eleven, but it wasn't nine five. But what whatever that attack was, like, and apparently, like, Mister quote unquote robot, like, uh, Cooper Sutherland, um, Christian Slater is like back for the whole season. Like, yeah. why wouldn't he be? Well, he he. he uh, I mean, you know, Elliot at the end of last season, um, mm-hmm. sort of accepted him being his dark rider to give him a Dexter reference. Um, or Tyler Durden. Yeah. I mean, he knows that he's crazy, but at the same time, you know, that last, that last talk between him, his father and his mother, you know, Christian Slater's character was saying, you're going to listen to us and you're going to, you're going to do everything we tell you to do. I mean, his character is in his own head. So obviously he's just, that's him accepting the fact that this is the person that he needs to get things done that he thinks he needs to get done anyway. Um, I know that I watched a little documentary thing they did on USA. The Decoded? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> How was that? It's pretty good. Um, it, think of it like a recap with some some extra mm-hmm. talking points. Um, they go a little bit into the technical advisor people. They go into you know the fact that every hack they did, the guy, the technical advisor tried out to make sure. He's like, yeah, I want to make sure that this shit's real. So <laughs> I tried it all out, at least to some extent. Um, and some of the stuff that they did, well, we've done for years. Um but anyway, uh, they did talk a little bit about, like, what's next season? They didn't give away anything other than it's going to be a lot darker. Um, and that it's the repercussions of their activities. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they did this thing. They thought it was going to go a certain way. And apparently it's not going to. Um, and then the... Wait, wait, wait. The, wait. The, it's, it's them dealing with the repercussions of their actions, basically. Think of it, just think of oh, it Oh, the characters, mm-hmm. not the creators. No, no, no. no Sorry. No. Um, I thought you meant, like, the creators... Weren't aware that like the show would be like. Oh no 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 no! I mean I don't think they think it would take off like it did, but uh, no, they're not dealing with that. They're okay. they're happy with that. Um, <laughs> so the character that played Elliot though, he was like they were asking him obviously like what? So what can you tell us about next season? He just he starts laughing. He goes, "Well, I've gotten to know my stunt double a lot better." <laughs> Interesting. So there's that. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked. That's gonna be awesome. I didn't realize it was starting tomorrow. That's that's great. Hmm. So, um, I have a red shirt that I think you'll get a kick out of. I got one more. Oh, go ahead. Which I think you might be equally as pissed off about me. Uh, pissed off about me. Pissed off like me. At Midnight started a podcast? At Midnight did? Mm-hmm. Mm. Hardwick, knock the fuck off. I didn't know he started like, a podcast for that. For At Midnight? Yeah. It just started. I think they're like three episodes up. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you win. Like, stop doing this. I'm going to start labeling him with Wesley Crusher. Did you actually read that thing of um, Will Wheaton going, people stop telling me, like, shut up, Wesley? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, was it, um, Patrick Stewart went, shut up, Will. (laughs) (laughs) Like, immediately shutting that shit down. It's like, so, um. Patrick Stewart wins. Yeah, Patrick Stewart does win. He always wins. 
He does. Um, so I have two two red shirts. The first is it's Fourth of July on Monday. Yes. So there's still time for you and I to get labeled as terrorists and get thrown into Guantanamo Bay so we can see Ludacris play for free. I saw that. <laughs> Ludacris playing Guantanamo Bay on, on the 4th of July. I'm sure it's for the, you know, a US, USO show. Um, and the best news of, like, the year so far, Nancy Grace is no longer on CNN Headline News. Thank you. That She's evil, horrible. Queen of the North. Um <laughs> yeah okay uh yeah my, my post on facebook said i'm gonna miss her <laughs> no no i'm not not at all this one's actually pure concentrated evil like the slime river in ghostbusters 2 and has a special place in hell waiting for her she's a bit of the carpathian but i would say actually she's more um well i really could I had something for this. Aww. Quote Archer. Okay, um, so um, I have an app of the week. Sure. Uh, it's called Moves Count. Um, M-O-V- it's all one word. Uh, M-O-V-E-S-C-O-U-N-T. Um, it's made by a company called Suunto. S-U-U-N-T-O. Uh, think of it like as an activity tracker. Um, okay. It's meant to be used with an external device, like a wristwatch that does GPS and all that shit. I'm sure that company sells a device that worked great with the app. Um, I went hiking last weekend and used it. Yes. I used it on my phone, and while it does drain the crap out of the battery, because <laughs> um, well, it's it's using GPS, like, the whole time. Yeah. Um, oh, location services. Yeah, yeah, so it drains the battery pretty good. But it did a, great, a, did a really good job of tracking um, the hike we did. It was like, and then it makes this little, they call it a, a, a moves movie. Um, so once you finish the activity, it, it does some stuff. And it basically uses GPS location and speed and altitude, and it draws like a little movie. I'm sure you saw it when I posted yes. it on Facebook. Um, and it shows like how high you went. It shows the geographic, you know, oh, this is a giant fucking And then you got lost on the way back. Yeah, well, it did lose me on the way back, um, probably because we were going down. And so the, the, my phone was in my back pocket um, the whole time. But as we were going down, obviously the phone was facing more mountains than when we were going up. I'm thinking that's why I probably lost because I wasn't using an external device. I was just using the, the phone GPS. Um, but it was, I liked it. It kept track of how long it went, um, how far it went, how, what the highest elevation was, um, how much elevation we went up. I think it was like 2,500 feet basically from where we started to where we, where, where we uh, stopped and came okay. back. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a neat little app if you're, if you're looking to keep track of stuff like that. It does other stuff like, you know, fitness and, gym and all that kind of thing. Obviously, you don't need a whole lot of um, GPS tracking when you're in the gym, but it, it keeps track of like... <laughs> so, cool little app. Um, do I have anybody else for Porn Star of the Week? I, you know, I was I was watching some of the videos of your girl from last week. She's fun. <laughs> um, Gina Gershon. Yeah, uh, not Gina Gershon. 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 Um, I have... Um, I, well, I might have named her before, but uh, Presley Hart, um, P-R-E-S-L-E-Y-H-A-R-T. She, uh, I found her, I don't remember, oh, I found her through a video of another porn star I was watching um, that I was like, wow, who's that girl? And so, yeah, there's Porn Star of the Week. She's... Not been the scene. Not been in the industry very long, from what I can tell. But 
Other than that, um, that's what I got. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if that got picked up. <laughs> and apparently I'm making the same shrimp sounds <laughs> that Michael oh. Chiklis did before he became the thing. There is another podcast you should listen to. Did you ever listen to Alice Isn't Dead? I have not listened to that or... Uh, What's their new one? Their new one's called Within the Wires. Within the Wires, which is a th- it just apparently started. amazing. Like yeah, it's, it just started. Uh, them doing like, uh, I won't say info. Um, inter- uh, what's the word? In uh, instruction uh, manuals yes. for like for weird shit. Yep. Yep. Um, Alice Isn't Dead is, is finished with its first season now. Um, oh, did it just finish? It just finished. Uh, they are saying, they did a little blurb before the last episode and said, you know, we are going to make a, a second season, second part, whatever it may be. They don't know when. Because um, they've all, you know, all three people that are majorly involved in it uh, are working on other stuff. Like like Welcome to Night Vale and their own podcasts of musicians and what happened. Almost through that book. Um, <laughs> so... Um, they just got to King City. You can listen to all of Alice Isn't Dead now. You can just binge it. it yeah. Was, it was a good story um, about a girl, uh, an 18-wheeler truck driver, kind of going across the country um, looking for her lost lover named Alice. Um, so, yeah, you should you should listen to it. It was good. I liked it. Within the Wires is apparently amazing. It, I've listened, I listened to like a, a preview of it for like three minutes, and it was it sounded interesting. I, the first episode I've got on my on my phone, I haven't listened to it yet, but that just started, I think, I think last week. It started like the week, the week that Alice Isn't like Dead ended. two was, weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Or a week ago, yeah. yeah. It was like the week that Alice Isn't Dead finished was the same week they released the first episode of Within the Liners. I Do you think they're stretching themselves too thin? I don't. I think that they're probably doing multiple recordings at once. So like, like Alice Isn't Dead, it's a serial story. So I, I'm, I'm sure what they're doing is that they're recording it probably all in chunks. Like they might record three or four episodes at once, go back and edit it into the 30-minute episodes that they release. Um, so they're probably only sitting in the studio for maybe like, like say two days total, so like 16 hours, and then chopping it up as necessary. Okay, per <clears throat> season. Right, but they had all that release, but they were probably finished with all of them before they even started releasing them. So they had that entire release period of Alice Isn't Dead, which is, I think it was every two weeks, mm-hmm. um, to start writing and recording within the Season wires. Two. So I, mean, oh, I don't okay. think they're spreading themselves then yet. I mean, they're not Chris Hardwick yet, so. <laughs> so there's not an At Night Vale fucking mm, podcast. No, no. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!